the USFL gambling podcast week 10 preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet bet $50 at win bet and get $200 in free bets, bet big win bigger with win bet. Download the win bet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already played fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store, and it is free to download, and it is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. This is Brian Bosworth, aka the Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive it did. SFL gambling podcast week 10 preview and picks episode. My name is Colby swing it database, Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> Final week of the regular season, man. I mean, it's just it, it, 10 weeks gone by just like nothing, just like absolute nothing here. So uh, I'm excited to catch the final week, but uh, I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. That is correct. And I am joined by my co-host, the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Brew making tobacco road living the free lock giving former former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, man? I think the story we need to talk about most is this. The Houston Gamblers. There is no longer an unbeaten team. That's right. The, the, the seventy-two States. Dolphins yeah. are drinking their champagne. Exactly. Larry Zonka uh, and company. Mercury Morris. Yeah, Mercury Morris. Uh, Brian Nick Greasy. Nick. Uh, uh, Bob, Bob Greasy. Sorry. Nick Bayakati or some whatever the hell. Yeah. Uh, like that. yeah. 
Um, rest in peace to a lot of those guys. Um, but here we are. Here we are. The Houston Gamblers, Nick. What'd you make of the Gamblers taking down the the Stallions? Hey, look, they finally got it done when it mattered. Uh, but this past week, you know, it, it left me wondering how much did those teams that already you know secured their playoff spot how how bad do they really want to win these games? Yeah, you know, and I, I know we I've seen I've seen a lot of criticism on our Slack channel on Twitter about the quality of play last week, and look, it wasn't the best. Let's face it. Well, you had you, you know? had teams that I mean you saw it with the Philadelphia game, Case Cookies, Case Cookies. They they decided to play KJ Costello. Yeah, and look, I I. Uh, I kind of thought that was a possibility considering how they lost their first round pick Brian Scott to a, to an injury earlier sure. this year. Do you really want to risk it when you're about to be uh, playing for, for potentially a, you know, your first championship and the Philadelphia stars actually have some pedigree in the USFL. If you go back to the eighties. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of thought that would be the case. And I, I kind of think this is going to be the case again this week, uh, unfortunately, because the stars and the generals play and I would expect, uh, I saw Mike Riley was at the game watching the Philadelphia stars game. Uh, he was up in the crowd. Now I would expect very vanilla, a very vanilla game from both teams, like game plan wise. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if people thought uh, you, you, br- you broke up there on us, none of these games matter last week, at least the breakers bandits mattered this week. None of them do. We already have the four playoff teams in Canton. It doesn't matter about seating. So uh, this is not going to be the best week of football. Uh, I haven't caught the ratings for last week. Have you by chance? I have. Um, let me, uh, let me pull, pull that up here. But uh, I mean, the ratings were okay. Considering the games didn't have a ton of uh, value, you know, right. like uh I'm quickly pulling it up right now, but well, I, well, while you do, I would expect week 10 to really, the, the ratings might fall off. You know, it's really only us DJs that are playing DFS or betting on these games. Cause it, like I said, they, they don't matter at all. Uh, and, uh, and also while you're pulling that up to go back to the game that you mentioned, uh, the stallions have been looking shaky the last, at least last three weeks or so. So I'm not surprised they lost this game. I mean, even if, they won the time of possession against the gamblers. They passed for more yards. They ran for more yards. Uh, they did lose a turnover battle one, nothing. And I guess ultimately that was the game, but maybe it's a good thing that they have the loss and they're not worrying about, you know, keeping that you know pristine record intact Because at the end of the day, who cares if you're undefeated, you want to win the super bowl, the yeah. freedom cup, you freedom know? cup, freedom cup. Um, now, now, uh, you know, our lock, we both locked up the breakers minus the points. They cruise uh, to a victory there. Uh, but even in that game, Kyle Smith's got, got some burn as well. But uh, so the rate, the ratings from last week, uh, you know, both games occurred on Saturday and Sunday. So you had two on Saturday, two on Sunday, uh, Saturday's uh, generals Panthers game had 815,000 viewers. Uh Saturday night's game on USA had 350,000, which is actually pretty good considering USA. I think it's a, yeah. perhaps the biggest one of the, uh, of the year, I think on USA. Um, and then Sunday, 742,000 for the breakers bandits game, the one it, meaningful game. Yeah. Which is crazy. Cause the generals Panthers had more 
Uh, and then Sunday night on FS one, you had just uh, 389,000 viewers, but even that the, the, the cable TV numbers are decent, but uh, yeah, I think it dipped a little bit on the national TV scale, but at the same time, you know, you are going up against the, the Western conference finals in the Stanley cup also Preakness or not, not Preakness, but uh, Belmont, Belmont stakes. Uh, and then, uh, and then the NBA finals. So, well, NBA finals were Friday and Monday. So that okay. doesn't really, okay. That, that yeah. didn't affect it. Yeah. You know, this past weekend. True. True. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I I'll be honest. I, I, I did not care as much as previous, the previous eight weeks. Sure. It's fair. I mean, why, you know, look, it's, we're all busy. It's a weekend. You got a wife, you got kids, you got obligations, you know, you're, you're only want to watch a game if it is meaningful. And that's why this coming week, I, I'm curious to see what those ratings look like. Uh, but hopefully, you know, people do remember the, the, how, how fun some of these games have been and tune back in come playoff time. I think they will. Yeah, I think they will too. Uh, so let's get to it. I mean, and even at that, man, I think the ratings, even if, if they were just saying 800,000, I still think that's a win for the league right now. They want to hit at least a million, right? I mean, yeah, but still, I, I still think like if, if the MLB and the MLS are succeeding, yeah. Um, they're doing around the same, if not worse. What's the highest rated uh, game so far that this I, year? For I think it was the week one. I think it's always going to be week one. And then until, that was like, the a two, like two, two mil or so. Yeah. I think just shy of like three mil. I think it was okay. 2.8 or something like that. But, yeah. um, uh, but still, I mean, uh, it, let me uh, quickly pull up some stuff to, to show you, but uh, what's your take overall first season right now? Overall, I'm happy. And I, I know the USFL can't be happy that week 10 is meaningless, which, and I mean, we were both on the breakers uh, because we just thought they were just clearly the better team than the bandits last week. But yeah, in the back of my head, I was, I was thinking like an NBA fix or something was in, you know, to get some meaningful games come week 10. But uh, sure enough, it, it seems like the USFL is on the up and up. So uh you know, the better team won, and, and therefore, yeah, we have four games, which I'm sure was not in the USFL's plans. But overall, it's been a lot of fun, man. I mean, you know, there's we play in a season-long fantasy league. We play DFS every week. We bet on these games. It's football in the spring. Yeah, I, I've, I've been pleased so far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think considering everything, and also, you know, we got to remind ourselves that this is in a bubble. So if you're in a local town, are you really that connected to it? That is uh, something to to uh, to keep in mind there. But yeah, I'm just taking a look at like uh, like the M- like the NHL uh, Lightning Rangers series, two point four eight million viewers, right? And that is. Uh, the round before the Stanley cup, right? Conference finals. Yeah. yeah. West uh, Eastern conference finals right there. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's what I mean though, is I think it's sustainable even at 800,000 because you're, you're thinking this is the regular season, right? Right. Right. Um, We'll see how they do, you know, jumping up into, uh, you know, the, the, in Canton, Ohio in the playoffs, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I think for a good, I think it's actually decent for a good year one. You know, I really do because I, I like Sunday night baseball. I feel like gets around the same thing. What you, you know, said, g- give or take, <laughs> give or take. Like occasionally, yeah. if it's like Yankees Dodgers, right, I think it will right. jump past that. But yeah, so 
Uh, all right. Well, let's, let's uh, preview this week's action. But before we get to this week's action, I got to get this paid. I want to tell you that the USFL gambling podcast week 10 preview and picks episode is brought to you by win bet. Yes. Bet $50 at win bet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone and join the SGPN group. A sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Yes, uh, Father's Day is right around the corner, folks. Uh, and our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure that all father figures out there are looking daddy material this June with their performance package. Manscaped is putting out the 4.0, which includes the signature lawnmower 4.0. It's the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. That right there is no dad joke, NC Nick. Treat him and uh, yourself to join the four million worldwide that who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. Get twenty percent off plus free shipping with the promo code SGP at Manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod will thank you. All right, that's twenty percent off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use that promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. You're probably wondering, hey, Colby, what the hell are you talking about here? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, all those things, and it costs less than $3 a day. To make it easy right now, Athletic Greens is giving you one uh, a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're also brought to you by IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Mm-hmm. That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why here at SGPN Studio, we use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your, your, uh, your, your emails, your details, your passwords, your communication, your browsing history will all be uh, shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. IP vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free people. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use that promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. All right, NC Nick. Here we go. Saturday, 9 a.m. on the West, noon on the East. We're going to see this very next matchup <laughs> next week in the playoffs. But we got the Philadelphia Stars at six and three, led by Bart Andrus. And who knows? Uh, I'm assuming KJ Costello, uh, former Stanford Cardinal. Do you think they're going to bench Cook as two weeks in a row? Yes. I mean, if he's three weeks removed from a game, he might be a little rusty. 
you don't play them first half. You don't, you know, maybe a possession or here, here or there, but this is to me, I would have played him. If you're, if you're going to play him, you play him last week. You don't play him this week. Yeah. Um, he's taking on the New Jersey generals who Deandre Johnson got the start last week, Nick. Yeah. It was good to see him back in action, getting his feet wet. I think eventually they're going to need him for the playoffs. So I think it was, was wise to slowly you know bring him back in the mix. Uh, you know, the offense didn't quite click with him like it did before the injury. And uh, what I think he only threw for 60 yards through it, through a pick uh, only five rushers for four yards. So yeah, he didn't look great, but I think it was, it was beneficial, you know, in the long run. Yeah. And I actually was telling Patty, see this in studios. We were watching this. Uh, I think it's risky. I almost think at this point now I I'm a big Deandre Johnson fan, but the identity of the team has kind of changed since uh, Luis general Perez has been taken over. And I almost think at this point, I think you play Perez the rest of the year. Well, it's easy to see a tide turn because you were all about DeAndre Johnson. I, I still think he's probably better for it, but their their identity as a team. It's easy to see a tide turn. Well, first off, Luis Perez has played magnificent the past couple of weeks, and uh, he's only gotten better and more comfortable in that offense. But I also think the offense has opened up a bit. Under DeAndre Johnson, they were they were fantastic. They were a run heavy offense. Yeah. Under uh, Luis Perez, they they've they've got Cavante Turpin the ball a little more f- balanced, and like Alonzo Moore and Satterfield and the other Moore, uh, it's just a it's a completely different dynamic now. Now I I do think it's kind of a problem for Mike Riley. He needs to decide what's gonna what 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 team are we gonna see in the playoffs? Yeah, well well everybody played last week, but Darius Victor only got seven carries. Turpin only one one rush, only well, three a, targets. He had a punt return for a touchdown, but yeah. Yeah, but I I think they they weren't, you know, going all out last week. And I think some of those guys got fewer looks, fewer touches than they would have if it was a meaningful game. So I think they were kind of, you know, eyeing the first round of the playoffs as, as well. And maybe that's part of the reason why DeAndre Johnson didn't look quite as good as he did a few weeks ago. True. True, but let me ask you this. Next week when this game kicks off, not this week, who's the starting quarterback for the generals? If you're head coach, I think you got to go Perez and, and you probably mix in Johnson, you know, and, but maybe that's a problem because Perez has really only looked good or really good when he, when he's had the job to himself and he didn't have to worry about, you know, going to the sideline every other uh, drive. Yeah. I think there's a rhythm to playing quarterback True, and, and true. Uh, you but know, yeah, no, I, I think you start Perez and I think you mix Johnson in there, you know, situationally. All right. NC Nick say it. I think you might just want to go with Perez the whole game. I, yeah. I, I know that sounds crazy. And I think Deandre Johnson has earned, right. You know, I, I thought he was playing the best football in the league at, at quarterback uh, just a few weeks back. One well, one other note: the stars have the worst run defense in the league. That is true. Matchup so <laughs> wise, it's not a bad game to go run heavy. Yeah, it's a very and, good. Point. And also, you get to keep that that offense, the you know the stars offense, which is really good. Keep them on the sideline when you're going you know through these long drives with a lot of running plays. That is very very true. Something to consider. So, for this Saturday's game, New Jersey's a two and a half point favorite. The total is forty one and a half. I'm still going to go with the team that runs the ball better. It might not be Darius Victor. Yeah. It, maybe it's Trey Williams. It might go third or fourth on the depth chart. Uh, and, but, but I, I, and I think it's probably going to be Deandre Johnson. 
I still have to take the New Jersey Generals. I think they're the best team in the league. I've said this, you know, all year, really. Yeah, um, yeah, and they haven't sat players as much as Philly did last week, obviously. So they I mean they won the first matchup back in week three, 24 16. They do have the better running game, the better defense, the better O line. We don't know who's going to be playing on either side, but I think you do have to lay the points here with the Generals, definitely. What are you thinking over under? I, I lean over 41 and a half. I'm going under because you, I mean, you mentioned yourself, these offenses are, are, are going to be vanilla. They're not going to be showing a whole lot. They're not going to be going all out. We might have backups in there. Uh, I think this really cares about winning. Yeah, I'm still going over. I think they got the backups, you know, one they're on national TV. They said, hey, here's an opportunity. Let's try to make the most of well, it. Well, and to your point, I mean, the backups might include the best defensive players too. And yeah, you know, this is a spring league, so it's not the deepest of leagues. So you're talking about if you're playing up against backup defenders, you know, they might not be very good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh next up, Saturday at uh, 1 p.m. on the west, 4 p.m. on the east, the Birmingham Stallions uh taking on the Tampa Bay Eliminated Bandits. NC Nick's unfortunately his bandit ball, I mean, we locked them up. We come from down in Gator Country. We are the proud of Tampa Bay. We play football and we're called the bandits. And we think our brand of ball is here to stay. Bandit ball. Nick, year the, one. The problem was they didn't hang tough. And and <laughs> it's hard to be a bandit ball believer. Yes. Um, and, we, and we did not lock them up. We we locked up fading them. Yes, we faded them and we it, that was a slam dunk. They were a phony ass team all year long. They still haven't beaten anybody of note in the league. Uh, but I actually think they might hear <laughs> <laughs> the line is Birmingham minus three and a half. The total is 41 and a half, all four games, by the way, the total is 41 and a half because even Vegas goes, I got no fucking idea what we're doing. Uh, what do you, what are you doing here? Uh, so in, the real in this question game? here is now, especially that Birmingham has lost a game. They're eight and one. Do they just not care about this game whatsoever? I would or do they want to kind of get into some rhythm for the playoffs because they haven't really been in a rhythm the last couple of weeks. That's the I, question. I think they're benching their guys, dude. They did I'm it last week on that it, too. Look, I, if you, you know, did it last week, you're going to do it this week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. I think what's the point, you know, you don't have to go for the undefeated season anymore. Get yeah. your guys some rest. You know, they've been banged up. Our guy shark dog is back, but you know, he might not be at full health. They got some other injuries on that team. Vic Bolden, you know, why not get him another week of uh Bolden health? played last week, yeah. but yeah, rest him up, get a hundred percent for next weekend. That's why I'm gonna take the three and a half. I'm gonna go Tampa money line. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go under as well. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I not? like it. I mean, uh, yeah, why not? Uh I will take the over though. I will I am on the over on on these two. And uh, yeah, it makes the you know the Breakers probably should have beat the Stallions the last time they played, which makes next week very interesting because uh, the Breakers you could make a, a an argument that really both matchups, yeah, I guess the Stallions kind of separated late in the first one, but last the last one Breakers missed like five field goals. I feel like, um, yeah. so uh, it'll be interesting to see. But I, I'm I'm going to take the Bandits plus the points there. 
Who you go money line? I'll take the bandits on the money line. All right. <laughs> I'll take the over though. I'll differ from you. I'll take the over on banded ball. Um, and now we, uh, we switch over to Sunday. This is an interesting one. Sunday, uh, 9 AM, the Michigan Panthers against the Pittsburgh Maulers in the, uh, the shit cup. We have the freedom <laughs> the cup bowl. going on, uh, going on in, in, you know, later in the season. And you know what I was thinking they should do this year? For TV ratings, what's that? They should do a, a a playoff like you know you have the 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 real playoff in Canton, Ohio, with the four best teams. You should take the four worst teams and put them in like you could probably get like a stadium in Wichita, right? Right, and uh, and and they should battle for who is exactly the eighth team, the seventh like team, Why not? the sixth team. Yeah, and then we could gamble on it more. Nobody and wants to finish in last place. They'd have a, a reason to, to, to you know, try to win. Well, and and uh, last place would get the least amount of money. Uh, well, then even better. Yeah, that's then, what they then should you have do. Extra incentive. That's what they should do. Talk but to me, USFL. This game here might be the best game all weekend because <laughs> you, you know you have at least you have two teams in the same position, right? I mean, yeah. you know, neither of them are going to the playoffs. So it why is the not best. go out there, try your best. <laughs> you know, get some get some more. <laughs> you know, game on film. Uh, I think this one could be fun. You know, and and Michigan did win uh, way back in week three, twenty four to nothing. Did you see so, uh, the Maulers this past week? So Kirby Wilson, uh, uh, Roland Rivers got the start right, and Roland Rivers he doesn't hear a play call into his helmet correctly, right? And he's confused. Kirby Wilson call. I think he runs a play which was not the play that Kirby Wilson wanted. And he goes to the sideline saying, I couldn't get the, uh, he's, it's almost like he's saying, I don't hear in the headset. Right. right? right. And Kirby Wilson says, you're benched. You're done for the game. (laughs) (laughs) He says like, this is professional football. Kirby Wilson is a dick. I mean, I'm telling you, I would bet that that team hates him. (laughs) I would bet heavy too. I actually felt for Roland rivers because it really seemed like, unless he was completely acting that his headset was messing up. And he couldn't hear the correct call. Yeah, it's funny because I, I didn't watch that game, but I had Rivers on my DFS squad. So I'm looking at the goose egg. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? You know, because I mean, basically, Vad Lee was benched a couple of weeks ago, yeah. kind of questionably, I'd say. It was an interesting coaching decision. Uh, and then I guess he does the same thing with Rivers. Uh, who knows? I don't think that guy is going to be head coach next year. <laughs> he does, certainly doesn't. I don't know. He's, he'll, he'll probably never be head coach anywhere. Yeah, again. I th- I think it was Mark Sanchez on the call, and Mark Sanchez is like, "What? You're gonna you're gonna bench him because he couldn't hear the call?" He's like, uh, "What's going on here?" You know, like, uh, well, there's a reason why they're one and eight, right? <laughs> so it makes me wonder who the uh, who the starting quarterback will be. Uh, perhaps it's Vad Lee, the James Madison Duke. Uh, so they here we cover are. Last week though, didn't they? They did. Yeah. The, well, they, they actually were winning the whole game until like four minutes left when the stars came back. KJ Costello. Right. Uh, so the Maulers are catching two and a half. So Michigan's two and a half point favorite. Once again, the total is at 41 and a half. Oh man. Eric Barrier. Can we talk about him? Solid. Why was he on the injured reserve of the past four weeks? He went 14 to 24, 118 touchdown through a pick two, couple um, runs for about 15 yards. I thought he looked pretty solid, man. And, well, you know, and if he's going to be starting, which I, I think he came in because Josh Love got hurt, right? Correct. And and I think, call me crazy, but maybe I should be ahead of the USFL because I said 
if you're that bad, just put a mobile quarterback back there because he yeah. extends plays. I get it. He threw the pick, but still he, he clearly looks to me like the he's best. a passer too. He's yeah. I, I wouldn't consider him a mobile quarterback. I would consider him a passer with some added mobility. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I, I like what I saw from that, the receiver, Joe Walker. Yeah. I, that dude, dude, where was he all year? Yeah. No, I, I caught flashes earlier in the season. I saw, I thought him Lenore and then Devin Ross. I thought, Hey, this receiving core could be pretty good. I, the shoe didn't fit. I don't know if it's just Jeff Fisher's MO. He likes to run the ball. Yeah, that, that's it right there. It's Jeff Fisher. That's the yeah. problem. <laughs> so, so, but, but one of these teams is going to be, you know, two and eight and one's going to be one and nine. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? I'm I'm taking the Michigan Panthers, (laughs) Michigan Panthers all day. Lock it up for me. You know, I think Michigan. uh, Yeah. Look, I'm not a Jeff Fisher fan, but Kirby Wilson is the worst. (laughs) And uh, you're only laying two and a half here. I think there's going to be some points in this game. This is my one overplay. (laughs) Hilarious. It's my one underplay. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be interesting, but uh, yeah, I'm on Michigan here. I do. I just think they're better than Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh at at this point, they've proven they're the worst team in the league. The first matchup was 24, nothing. Like I said before, I'm all over the Panthers. Well, there you go, folks. I'm going to, I'm all over the Panthers too. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's my lock. Is it yours? Uh, well, we got one more game oh, left. I'm yeah, sorry. we got one more myself. game left, buddy. But uh, there are those who say that the fun has gone out of football, that it's become too predictable. For them, let me present 30 seconds of football, USFL, USFL where football is still a game. Look, it is it is very predictable. But when you watch the Panthers Maulers, you got no idea what's going to happen. So that's why you subscribe. 9 a.m. USA Network. Uh, NC Nick, our nightcap, break a break a one, two, Slaughter Sundays, six and three. The New Orleans Breakers are looking to have a seven and three season. You got to think they're resting Slaughter, but Kyle Smith's looked all right in, in limited time. They also have Shea Patterson. Yeah. They're, t- they're taking on the red hot Houston Gamblers. You know, one thing that, too, before we get into the game. You know, we've been talking the last couple of weeks about what's the coaching turnover going to be from year one to year two. I'm very curious as to see what the roster turnover is going to be too. True. Anyway, do these guys go with, you know, maybe they sign up with a different league. Maybe they get some love from the NFL. Maybe teams have more time to, you know, bring in other, uh, you know, other guys and, and cut players. Uh, I have no idea what to expect as far as what does, what these rosters will look like at the end of, you know, on, on Sunday night or on Monday compared to the start of next year. I think that will be very interesting. Yeah. And I think some of them for like players, if you're not going to the NFL, they have a clause where they're staying for two years so that the franchise will have a chance to, uh, so like take, 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 uh, I don't know, take case cookies, for example, right? Yeah. Um, if the NFL does not come calling, I so think he won't go to the XFL or something or the CFL. Yeah. Right, or the, you right. know, fan controlled football or major league football um, or the, U, what is there? The UFL or whatever. Um, what a, yeah, there's, there's a lot of them. Um, so I think that's something to monitor, but let me ask you this Could, should have, sh- should have Kenji Bahar started more of the season. He looked better last week. Uh, in week eight, I didn't think he looked very good. And Thorson, I mean, I don't think he. I think if you're Houston, you're probably 
looking elsewhere in the off season to see else you see who else might be available. Cause I don't know if either of, the, of those guys are the answer. Yeah. But well, Bahar looked better this past week. Sure. Yeah. New Orleans. Uh, well, I guess you could say Bahar as a starter is what one and one. Whereas Clayton Thorson, you know, that's not, I, I don't know if that's fair to Clayton Thorson, but really because who did Houston beat last week? They beat the stallions, the undefeated stallions. And did they really care? <laughs> that's a good point. Very good point. But it's something to consider yeah. when, when uh, thinking about next year, uh, the, the, the breakers are a three and a half point favorite. The total is 41 and a half. Uh, you know what? Gamblers all day. Give me the money line. <laughs> exactly. I totally agree. I, I I'm interested in Tampa Bay money line and uh, Houston money line because we don't know if the, if the, if the teams that are favored, you know, care at all to win this game. So uh, yeah, give me Houston, obviously put, give me the plus three and a half, give me the money line. And again, I'm on the under, I'm on the under here too. So we okay. agree on that under, um, let me ask you this. If this ends week 10, well, this will end the regular season, but uh, if Kevin Sumlin gets the gamblers to three and seven, they had a lot of close losses. Hold on, they, they've won three games now, right? No, they're two and seven right now. They're only two and seven. I thought yeah. for some reason they pulled out one more. I mean, they have a ton of. I think what four four losses on the final play of the game. Uh, <laughs> it, would you bring back Kevin Sumlin at three and seven, knowing that you were very close to turning the corner in a lot of those games? Like you could have easily been six or seven and three. No, I, I wouldn't, because I think he's the reason why they're not. Okay. You know, but what about um, winning the final two games against playoff opponents? Uh, what does that mean? I'm just playing devil's advocate yeah, here, buddy. I'm not stating this is my elsewhere. opinion. Granted, like I don't know who what other coaching candidates are out there that that are interested and um there is something to speak about, you know, continuity with the team, but I'd be looking, I mean, I think it's obvious that Wilson Fisher um and Sumlin should be on thin ice, you know, cause they have not impressed this year at all. What and if, you know what? Throw Todd Haley. And I was about to say, what if well. Todd Haley goes five and five though? That's you can't I fire mean, him. It's, it's a, it's the worst five and five ever. <laughs> you can't fire him though. <laughs> You're one of a, of a brand new franchise. You were, you were one game out of the playoffs in week eight or nine. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. I guess I if you, if you talk yourself into the fact that their offense line was just awful. And and you know yeah that probably wasn't his fault, so yeah if you get some help on that offensive line give him give him a uh, yeah second year see what he can do but I haven't been impressed with his coaching either. All right, if Jeff Fisher goes two and eight, he's a big name helps the league. I think they'll give him a, a second year. Yeah, I mean there are other factors rather than just wins and losses like that. Yeah, just his name alone has a level of you know marketing. Yeah, exactly. So. Sure, you can talk me into a second year. The, the really the only person you can't talk me into a second year <laughs> is Kirby Wilson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. So now we we lock up uh, the game that we feel best about, and um, I believe NC Nick stated it was the Michigan Panthers minus two and a half. Definitely. I am gonna lock up the Gamblers plus three and a half. That. Breakers won't even have Slaughter. Uh So give me, give me the gamblers plus three and a half. Hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, you, bro- you broke up there. What happened? Uh, yeah. For what? So on Taylor's side, for whatever reason, uh, 
both the gamblers and the bandits are plus three and a half, but uh, I'm seeing plus one forty money line for Houston compared to plus one thirty money line for the bandits. So my dog will be Houston plus one forty money line. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, so is your lock and dog the same play, or are you gonna mix it up? I'll mix it up. I'll go. Uh, I'll go bandits. band. I'll go bandit ball. <laughs> I'll go bandit right. ball on that. Look. Right sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> so here we are. We're finally getting through a spring football season, at least the regular season. Can't wait for Let the action. Before hold on, before we go into the playoffs, I want to throw out some hypothetical lines. I want to say Birmingham minus three, New Jersey minus three and a half. What's what's your initial lean? Wait, Birmingham minus three? Uh huh. Right, so we'll say, look, Birmingham minus two and a half against New Orleans, and New Jersey minus three and a half against Philadelphia. I would take. I'm, I think the Breakers. It's hard to beat a team three times, and I actually feel like the Breakers kind of were the better team the last matchup. I think the Breakers yeah. pull off the upset against the Stallions, and I think I'm going Generals to cover that. I just think the run game could be such a uh, an advantage. For them, even though Cookus and, and the Stars seem to be playing much better ball, I'm sorry, I got I gotta go General still. I'm going General Stallions. They've been the two best teams all year long. They they find a way to get it done next week. They meet in the Freedom Cup. There we go, Freedom Fries for everybody. Uh, we will have you covered as the playoff race heats up on the USFL Gambling Podcast. Also, remember to listen to our DFS show, which comes out later in the week. So uh, we've given away a lot of great lineups on the DFS show. This week's going to be hard, but that's part of the fun. So uh, make sure you subscribe, tell a friend, USFL gambling podcast. Also me, Patty C and NC Nick also host the college football experience where we're breaking down all 131 FBS teams with a solo podcast for each and every team currently going on right now, all off season. Uh, we talk college football year round there. We also host the college basketball experience, subscribe to that. And also right now our platform, how about uh, Rod via Gomez and CFL Jim? Hosting the CFL Gambling Podcast that season kicked off this past week. A lot of great games. NC Nick, you missed it. Our, our boy Nathan Rourke for the BC Lions lit it up on Saturday. There we go. Lo- former Ohio Bobcat. Ohio, yeah, the uh, yeah. Ohio Bobcat. His brother, currently the starting quarterback for the Ohio Bobcats. Rourke. Yes, and he can play some ball too. So uh, subscribe to the CFL Gambling Podcast. Subscribe to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Uh, you know, obviously the NHL going on right now. Subscribe to the NHL Gambling Podcast. The NBA Finals going on right now. Subscribe to the NBA uh, Gambling Podcast. And also, I host the College Baseball Experience. The College Baseball Tournament's been bonkers, absolutely crazy, a lot of fun. So subscribe to that and the MLB Gambling Podcast. We got you covered on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Grab the app. Check out the Slack channel for Sports Gambling Podcast. I think you'll be very, very uh, pleased with that decision essentially. So do all that. And uh, let's kick back and enjoy another great week of, of USFL action before the playoffs heat up. So, all right. Anything else you want to say there and see Nick, let's do it, man. I mean, look, th- this week is not going to be great, but uh, if, if you're going to draw off uh, enjoying a summer weekend at the beach or a pool, just make sure you get your back, get your ass back in front of that TV come playoff time. There you go. All right, folks, this is the USFL gambling podcast. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. You come from a land down under.